0: to scale your results without working harder. To learn more, click the link in the show notes or go to milliondollarsellerchallenge.com. In this episode, I talk about a success path that is proven to be useful and perfect for you. Hey Bill Caskey, back at the Bill Caskey podcast. I'm glad to have you today. I appreciate you listening and the emails that I get. You can send me an email to bcaskey at caskeytraining dot com and uh, let me know what you think of the show. If you have any ideas, if you want to. Send me a question or a comment. I will get it on. We're going to try to do more of that in 2020. And uh, we also have a segment that we're going to be introducing today, actually, called Ask Kasky. And when we get to that point, I will share with you what that looks like. And we're going to be fielding questions from our audience and and or questions that I get in my day-to-day training and coaching with my clients. So I hope you enjoy that. Also, if you're a sales leader, sales manager, CEO, or president, I've got something for you, too. It's called, what the Hell's going on with my sales team? In no way does it take a shot at salespeople. It's really helpful. And I take the 12 most common problems, lead generation, uh, you know, fake forecasts, not calling high enough, things like that, and I break them down and I give you a couple of causes. I always believe that if we're going to solve a problem, we have to understand what causes it before we can solve it. I think often we go in, and this happens in the physical therapy world and in the in the medical world too. It's when your blood pressure is high. We doctors tend to say, "Okay, you need some medication to lower your blood pressure." I say, "Well, wait a minute. What caused the blood pressure to be elevated?" What are, what are the eating habits, or is there too much stress, or not enough exercise? What, what are the real causes of the problem? And I think uh, the medical industry is moving in that direction. I think it's just been such a, if you have this problem, take this medication. And I think it's the same in sales a lot of times, is that we say, well, if you got this problem of you're not closing a high enough percentage, you just need to close harder. Well, wait a minute. Really? I don't close it. I I never even think about closing in my sales process. I think about being helpful. I think about finding out what the problem is. I think about understanding the context that I'm going to be training in, understand what the customer wants to accomplish. I propose a solution. I explain it thoroughly. And if the person wants to buy it, awesome. If they don't want to buy it, awesome. And as I have taken on that attitude, I have watched my closing percentage go way up, not way down. And so you have to look at the cause and decide if you're really working on the right end of the problem. And that's what we start to do in this book. What the hell's going on with my sales team? So let's go to Benedict, our wise Benedict from somewhere in glorious England with our quote for today. In what other era can you record your voice at 8am and have it reached the world by 8.15? Are you taking full advantage of that? You know, that's so true. And, uh, you know, it used to be that if you wanted to create a radio show, if you wanted to have some kind of radio show that was broadcast locally... I mean, you could do it network, but most radio people started locally. What would you do? Well, you'd go down to the station, you'd beg for airtime, you'd probably have to pay for airtime. I remember when uh, Brian Neal and I had uh, Business 360 on in Indianapolis that was a precursor to the podcast that we do. You know, we we actually got on free, but they wanted to charge us $28,000 for the year to have a one-hour show each week, and a lot of people were paying that. We happened to have a person inside the station that uh, got it for us free. I don't know what the difference between free and 28 grand sounds like a big gap. But the point is that there was a lot of hoops you had to jump through today. There are no hoops you have to jump through. You get a microphone, you find a podcast host And you can record something literally at 8 a.m., hit submit or produce or upload or whatever, and within 15 minutes, the world, people on the other side of the world can hear this. Now think about how cool that is. Are are we thinking about that, or are we saying, ah, yeah, it's another podcast. Wait a minute. Yes, it's another podcast. Maybe the world doesn't need your podcast. I think it probably does. Maybe not the whole world, but your niche probably needs it. But just think about the ease with which we can do that now due to the microchip, due due to our digital progress that we've made over the last 10, 15, 20 years. So the question is, is, as Benedict said, are you taking full advantage of that? I bet you aren't. I bet you're not. Same thing with video. Same thing with publishing a blog. Same thing with connecting with your 5,000, 2,000, however many viewers and tribe members you have on LinkedIn or Facebook or Instagram. Are you producing content where you are using the platform that exists for you? And these are free platforms. They're a podcast, not free, but it's 20 bucks a month to, to find a host. Libsyn is our host. I'm not shilling for them, but they're good. There's a lot of them out there. But think about, the, the, think about how cheap that is. $20 a month versus 28000 50000 having a studio. I mean, come on. You got to do something with it, though you got to do something it. Well. you got to use the gift you've been given. It's time for Ask Casky. Hi, Bill. I've got a question. Bill, can you help me? A uh, challenge that our sales team is currently facing. Just wondering if you have any thoughts or ideas on the process. Uh, can you give me some advice on some strategies? Now, Bill tackles this week's question. So here's how this works. If you have a question for me, you can send it to me at bcaskey at caskeytraining.com or ask at com. So here's today's question. Comes from Michael. Bill, have been listening for many years to your podcast. Here's my question. Some days I don't have it in me. I've always been highly motivated, but as I reach the age of 50, I have felt it slipping. My income is stagnated. It's not going down, but it's not going up. But I don't feel the motivation I once did. What should I do? Michael. Don't know Michael. I assume from his company that I won't mention he is in the B2B space. So um, I'm just not that that matters because the question comes from a different place in the heart. But I can relate to this. I, I um, I've had this season of motivation where I go through in in very high levels, very inspired, very ambitious, very eager, and I also go through seasons where it's just not, it's not the same, it's not, it's not like it once was, and you know, I had a guy tell me the other day that he said there's a reason that the military takes 20-somethings and not 60-somethings. Now, granted, there's a physical prowess that a 20-something has that a 60-something doesn't, but it's just pure ambition and motivation and get-it-done attitude. And so I don't want us to fight that. As we get older, I don't want us to look at that and say, well, it's just, it's just our age, so we're not going to be able to do anything about it. I think that's BS, nor do I want us to fight it. It, it almost to me, Michael, seems like, and, and again, I'm speaking as someone who has felt this feeling before, that sometimes when we have that feeling, we've got to look at it a little deeper and say, what's really going on here? What's really going on? It's a question that every psychotherapist asks a patient when they first come in. They tell the therapist that they have this problem. Therapists should always be asking themselves, okay, I know what they're saying, but what's really going on here? What's the cause? What's really at the heart of the problem? And I think if you, anybody, 50, 60, 20, it doesn't matter. If you find yourself not motivated either to do the behavior that needs to be done, to Get up when you need to get up and go do your thing. If you find that, then you've got to ask yourself some more serious questions. Am I doing what I want to do? It's number one. If I'm doing what I think I want to do, and if I'm not looking at it in the right way, then I will probably pay the price through lack of motivation. Maybe you're in a position that you haven't changed anything in 20 years, and I'm speaking to Michael here on this, but maybe it's time for a change. I don't mean a change of company, just a change of how you think, a change. Maybe you need to reinvent yourself. So I would take this feeling, and if if anybody is listening and you have this sense that uh you're just, not, you're just not inspired like you once were. Maybe your boss, your manager, your leader is, is uninspiring. That's not uncommon. Uh, I was, I'm doing a series of webinars for sales leaders and one of the things that I have uh, uncovered and it's research has been around for a while, but more than 70% of the people who leave a company, not who get fired, but who leave voluntarily, leave because of their manager, Think about that. 70% of people who leave a company voluntarily leave because of their manager. Now, you might say, well, how how did that research get done? I don't have all the details of it. It could be some of those people are lying, and maybe they were getting ready to get fired, and they blamed it on their manager. I don't know. But still, let's just say it's 50%. That's a pretty high number. And so we've got to ask ourselves what is at the heart of why we're either not happy or not motivated? It could be your manager. And you're not going to be able to change your manager, so maybe you need to find another company. Or, better than that, you're always going to have somebody inside the company that you don't agree with or see eye to eye with or maybe you feel is disinspired. So you've got to figure out, what. it's up to me to be inspired. It's not up to the sales leader or sales manager or owner of the company to inspire. You've got to find your own inspiration. Now, if a company is doing things that are out of integrity or there's other issues, of course. But let's just say the company's straight up, high integrity, you do good work, and you're just not motivated, you've got to find it inside yourself. You know, one of the things that I have found in my business is what motivates and inspires me is, is new ways, is are new ways to look at things. I'm really intrigued by that. And that's why I've introduced the whole mindset and, and mental game part to sales. Because I, you can do it one of two ways. You can either grind it out for 30 years and make cold calls and go out and put your, you know, wear out the shoe leather. Or what, what was that used to say? A kind of traveling salesperson and wearing out the shoe leather. Or you can do it the smart way which is maybe do more scalable lead generation and have digital products out there and allow people to make appointments with you and create content on LinkedIn. You can do it the easy way. And so sometimes if you're doing it the hard way, our subconscious is screaming at us, you ain't doing it right, man. And that comes across as I'm, I don't have the motivation. Maybe you just need to reinvent yourself. So I, I've, that's a question that I would have for all of you is in your business, is it time to reinvent yourself? I'm not talking about getting a new haircut, or a new style, or you know, clothes maybe. I don't know, maybe it is. Sometimes we just need to up our game. Sometimes we just need to up our game. The way we do it is, might be through reinvention, or different apparel, or there's lots of different ways to do it. Maybe you need to start writing. Maybe you need to start producing something. Maybe you need to look at your business in an entirely different way. And maybe that will create some motivation. I was listening to a podcast the other day by James Altucher, and uh, for the most part, I like James. I like, his, I like his work, and I like his vibe. And he was talking to somebody about reinvention, and he said, you know, I've reinvented myself seven or eight times in the last 20 years. Every three years, he's reinventing. And by reinventing, he's coming up with new products. He's saying, you know what, I don't want to do this business anymore. I want to shift. I want to do this. But he's kind of following his, his internal guidance, And it's been really helpful for him. He's done very well. Every time he's reinvented, he's improved himself. And so if you've been doing something longer than five to seven to 10 years, sometimes it's nice just to reinvent. Say, okay, what are we really doing here? How can I introduce new concepts and new perspectives and new tools or new productions into this game? And I think that will really inspire you because it's adventurous. It's something new and different. And if somebody comes along and says, oh, Michael, you know, you're doing fine. Don't don't reinvent yourself. I would question their motives. What they should be saying to you is, hey, let's give it a shot. Let's see. Let's let's look at it on paper. Let's map it out, Michael. Your boss should be saying, awesome. Let's do it. Let's figure it out. So if anybody around you is saying, no, 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 don't you dare reinvent yourself, question their motives. They may not have your best interest in mind. I hope that helps you. Make sure that you go to uh, billcaskey.com. Plenty of good stuff there. If you want to talk to me about anything, we've got a couple of programs coming up. One's called the 2X Group. That's for sales professionals. It's a mastermind. It's really awesome. And also we've got the world-class sales leader program for sales managers and leaders Go to Billcaskey.com to find out more about those. And I'm looking forward already to our next episode next week. Bye.